Hi, y'all. This is Shaman Starlight, also known as Reverend Denver Curtis Martin, a modern-day Shaw woman and spiritual life guide. My specialty is helping identify and bridge your life path and soul path, utilizing my connections with the protection of God and Goddess, and my abilities as a psychic intuitive and medium. I will begin with this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father and Mother, thank you for showing me the way to myself. I celebrate the walking angels that have met me on this path. I'm also grateful that I have been given the tools to experience a life that I live, laugh, and love. Amen. Love can build a bridge. If you or someone you know needs help, it is available. Please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 1-800-273-8255. Again, 800-273-TALK. Wow. Well, the last episode was a heavy one for me to send out in the world. Sharing my pain helped me with healing even more. And I am grateful for the opportunity to release what holds me back from healing. It has taken a lot of work to identify that fear was in control of my journey. Just a four-letter word, but boy, it can knock a person down. I was raised to not be afraid, and still, it creeps in and gets in the way. The walls that I built to protect me from ridicule or hate were lessening. I could start to trust again, and in turn, I hoped that my mother could feel the release of the darkness and feel the light. We're going to take a quick break. Back in a minute. Taking care of your mental health is just as important as your physical health. At Columbia Wellness, we offer behavior health care for all ages. From telehealth counseling to inpatient addiction care, we offer the level of support your mind needs. Don't wait to enjoy life again. Give us a call at 360-423-0203. At Columbia Wellness, your wellness is our passion. The beginning of this journey with my mental health started with Hay House. I started to find my voice. It is still a great platform for me because I can get advice from different healers, light workers, and licensed professionals that help me gain strength and courage. But I needed that one-on-one support. I needed a therapist. So it was time to put the bra back on and go find them. There were two walking angels who helped guide me forward. The first therapist that I found helped me with my grief, not only the loss of both of my parents, but also the loss of me. With them gone, I wasn't sure what to do, who to be, how to do it. He gave me the tools to acknowledge one simple word, love, L-O-V-E. Another four-letter word. 
it can be quite bipolar, extreme high, extreme low. And even when I felt at middle ground, the fear of imbalance is there. Sometimes I would be waiting for the floor to drop. Quite difficult to trust love. Or was it that I couldn't trust myself? I needed to love myself, he said. I needed to have love for my heart and recognition that I had let my heart down. It was still functioning. And when I was in a state of panic or anxiety, I could remember that I was still breathing, that my heart was still beating. I was not in control of either. So it was a blessing and to focus and acknowledge that was a gift in itself. He gave me permission to put myself first in a way selfish, but to also acknowledge what part I played when I looked at my past sins. In order to love myself, I needed to acknowledge my role in each relationship, business and personal. Was I the victim or was I the toxic one? This led me to the practice of Ho'oponopono, an ancient Hawaiian spiritual practice that involves learning to heal all things by accepting responsibility. Ego was the wall that I built around myself, so it was difficult to admit when and where my responsibility stood with the demise of the situation. But this was the only way to move forward with my life. There are four steps to Ho'oponopono. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Sounds pretty simple, but it is difficult to admit. Once I realized my actions, like staying too long at a job, even though I wasn't good at it and my pride got the best of me, or being with someone even when I could see I was not happy, and in turn making everyone else around me miserable. Only then could I follow my true soul path. Admitting my sins upon myself and others is still a struggle, but I try to find the light because, again, I am a stupid human trick. God absolved me of keeping power to my past sins. He set me back on this journey to help anyone else feeling the same way. I'm still trying to achieve a better spiritual energy for myself and, in turn, the energy of this planet. I had to take the good and the bad of each relationship and send that out in order to fully comprehend the lesson. Now, in some cases, I had to truly cut the cords that I had connected myself to. Once I could achieve this, I had to further realize that the cord I had still attached was serving no purpose. So I had to cut the cords with the help of Michael's sword. I had a dream that I was walking with Jesus through the stone streets of Jerusalem. He was carrying the cross on his back, 
blood pouring from his crown of thorns as he was struck with stones, hurtful words, and even spat upon. I looked at him and started to hurl myself in front to protect him, getting angry at the people being cruel. But he just looked at me and smiled. Tears filled his eyes, but he kept walking. I woke up feeling like at times I was carrying the cross. And if he did this for me, the sinner, I could face my own truths with dignity because I was forgiven. My next lesson was learned about the goddess and that I was allowed to be seen and supported as a woman, that there was a place for us. My father always told me that I could do anything I wanted as long as I did it with dignity. So why did it take me this long to acknowledge the goddess and her place? In turn, my place at the table. I mean, God wasn't a single parent, right? Now, the second therapist showed me who I truly was, who I am now. Her name is Trinity. She is a strega, an Italian witch. Trinity helped reintroduce me to my ancestral line and acknowledge the recycled souls that gave me the talents and skills that I had knowledge of, including what my maternal grandmother had showed me, but of course I had repressed. I attended a women's group that Trinity started. I was a skeered, but when I walked in, I noticed a childhood friend. Then I felt comfortable and safe. These women, they were all like me in a way. We worked in positions that carried a lot of responsibility, mostly support staff to important community organizations. It's what I refer to as concrete chaos. We had to look the part, wear the nylons, makeup, hair done right, have the right attitude so not to ruffle feathers. We had to keep up with the Joneses, the right vehicles, the right homes, a lot of pressure. And we wanted to learn ways of coping with the pressure without losing our integrity or positions that we had sacrificed so much to become the titles we strived for. The first meeting, Trinity was reading a woman, and I must have been daydreaming because I heard my name, kind of shook my head to gain focus and said, yes. Trinity asked me what I was thinking, or better yet, what was I seeing? I took a second and Asked the woman if she had a house that she was having trouble selling. Yes, the woman said. I could see an old lady in a rocking chair sitting by a window in a smaller house, but I could also see a larger house on top of it. So I asked her, your house is new, but there was another home originally there. Is that right? She again acknowledged that was true. I began to feel the hair stand up on my arms and on the back of my neck. 
when I was in Arizona and the storms were approaching, I could feel the energy change and this felt the same way. So I continued. Downstairs, there are spots that are sometimes colder and you are aware of a presence. Is that correct? Again, she said yes. So I told her. The old lady that lived there still inhabits the home, and she's not too happy with the renters or whoever has wanted to buy it. Not sure what to do next, but that may be the problem. Wow, I took it all in because it was my first time as a medium that I was aware of, that I was present for. Then I heard my friend say that They needed to bless the house with sage. An avid John Edwards and Teresa Caputo reality TV watcher, I had seen sage used or incense, but I wasn't aware of exactly how to bless the house. I learned that day and continue to use this ritual when I'm doing any readings or blessings and when I feel the need to freshen my energy. It wasn't long after the blessing that this woman sold her home. Was it just coincidence or did the energy clearing help? Could be both, but we know, we believe it did help. Now, sage can be loose or in a stick and when lit, it will send smoke, a bit like incense. Some will also use a feather to direct the smoke before readings, blessings, or clearing a home of unwanted energy. Smudging with sage is acknowledged to originate with the indigenous peoples for centuries for spiritual rituals that help to cleanse people or spaces and help with healing or wisdom. This practice can also be traced back to the Egyptians and the Romans. There is controversy surrounding the use of white sage. So I let my clients know that there are alternatives like the incense candles or even spray now each of these meetings with these women that i attended i grew more confident my ability to read cards and communicate from those who had passed were getting stronger and i was getting weirder this group of women supported me with love and protection as part of my therapy I was learning to acknowledge every person, past and present, who helped me with this ability even when I didn't want to acknowledge that I was a psychic medium. I learned to protect myself with white light and gain tools to help keep my ego in check. Grounding, chakras, crystals. I learned the art, respect, and history of the tarot the uses for oracle cards, the way of the goddess, and so much more. I am forever grateful and can't wait to share the people, places, and things that allowed me to be who I am, where I am now. This is based on my experiences, and I'm still learning, still evolving. My clients have also given me insight to this world, in ways I would have never dreamed. My travels have opened my heart to different cultures and beliefs of my fellow humans. COVID was a big pain in the tuchus, but 
now that the world is opening back up, I am again able to do the work that I was meant to do. 2020 was the year of vision to a better life of truth and love. I was born Denver. I still am Denver, but I am Starlight, the name my mother was to give me. I have been called many things, and I am proud to call myself a God-loving witch, tithing when I deem appropriate, and servicing my fellowship with nature as my church. I will close with this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father and Mother, bless us with the wisdom to find our truth that which makes us fulfilled. Guide us to find joy and passion, making our lives brighter and this world better. Amen.